making waves, inspiring change, opening doors to an equal future. Here on the Trapes and Globe on Wheels Disability Advocacy Podcast, host Ming Canada journeys with an array of guests through the multifaceted world of disability advocacy. Guests will share their insights and will discuss some of today's most crucial questions and topics, as well as provide perspectives into the current disability rights movement and lifestyles of people around the world. Let's make waves together in the disability movement. Enjoy the episode. How has the physical and attitudinal barriers experienced by people with disabilities of our current time shaped what is possible and impossible for your son, Jeffrey? If relevant, what radical social change uh, needs to happen in order for individuals with spina bifida like your son to reach their full potential, knowing the challenges that are in existence. For example, as you know, um, disability advocate Judy Human, when she was growing up, a lot of the buildings did not have ramps or elevators, and right. and uh, a lot of sidewalks did not have curb cuts, and so people with disabilities had to go out there and protest. And of course, Judy did a lot of the mobilization and uh, organizing of that to make that happen. So what similar drastic changes need to occur for people like your son to succeed in this society and reach his highest human potential? Well, Judy is is a hero. I mean, I don't know if she likes my using that word, but she is a has set an example for so many individuals with disabilities because she has been courageous she's been outspoken she's really she's been a a beacon if you will for uh, the cause of those with disabilities so i'm i'm hugely um in awe of judy and everything she's done um i would say that as the mother of a son with disabilities that we need to do a much better job as a society recognizing that people with disabilities are just like us. They have hopes, dreams, and aspirations. They want an education. They want friends. They want a family. They want loved ones. They want, they want to be able to travel. They want to be able to experience life to the fullest, um, to the extent of their uh, possibility, of their ability. And so we need to make it possible for them. They shouldn't have, be held back in any way because of what's happened to them. And I certainly feel that way about Jeff, our son. Um, I think we still, frankly, for all the advances that have been made because of the ADA, which we celebrate, there still are too many places that are not open and not accessible, people with disabilities. And I hope that as time goes by, uh, and it's not very much time, um, we've been waiting a long time. I mean, in Jeff's case, it was 21 years ago. Um, that he was injured uh, going on 22. So I, you know, we waited a long time and I want to see the United States continue to be the leader on some of these issues. Um, It took a long time for the U.S. to pass the ADA. Uh, There's so many countries around the world, as I'm sure you know, that don't even do, don't even offer the accommodations that we offer in the U.S. Um, And that needs to happen. I mean, it needs to be the case for individuals around the world. But in this country, we still need to do a better job in terms of of having uh, vocations, jobs that are open to people with disabilities, having social services open to them, physical barriers need to come down, um, and attitudes need to change. People need to recognize 
as I said a moment ago, that people with disabilities are just like us. They just happen to have different abilities, that's all. You know, they want to have a full life, they want to contribute, they want to make a difference in the world, um, and there's no really no reason why they shouldn't be able to do that to the extent of their abilities. So uh, we've come a long way, but we still, in my view, have a very long way to go. And it's a battle we have to keep fighting, and that's why we need we need folks like uh, Judy Human and and the many others who have who have been pioneers and have um, frankly trailblazers in this arena. I view my own son Jeff as a great um, uh, as as making his own contributions because when people see him, they see what he's trying to do, um, and 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 the many friends that he's made where he lives in Westminster, Maryland as part of the Target Community and Educational Services Program. So um, I just think, I think we have to keep fighting the good fight. Yeah, exactly. So after vicariously experiencing uh, the challenges that the disability community faces through your son's disability, what specific changes do you want to see happen, um, especially those with spina bifida, which is your you know, closest uh, experience? What is an ideal world for someone with spinal bifida like your son? And I know that in that earlier question, just so that you don't have to be repetitive and repeat, is you, you were alluding to that there are lots of changes that should be made and need to be made. Um, can you answer the question how the lack of opportunities in our society in the U.S. has limited um, Jeffrey's um, outlook and opportunities? People who have spina bifida, who are born with spina bifida, hydrocephalus, often have learning differences in addition to physical limitations. And I just think our society needs to do a much better job of reducing those barriers, of making um, physical spaces more accessible, certainly making educational opportunities more open, more, more accommodating. I know when Jeffrey, even well before he was injured at the age of 16 every year at school i had to work with the teachers to um, make sure they understood that jeff was you know very strong in this kind of learning but he needed a little support in that kind of learning very very smart young man very smart student but he needed some some uh, some help with getting with test taking a little more time sometimes with tests a um, little more time with some kinds of work projects and so um, I think we need to do a better job with, with students with spina bifida, with, with these challenges in schools. I think educational systems need to do a better job. And um, I, I would say to me, that's the main thing in addition to physical uh, opportunities. Uh, obviously, I think, you know, there should be um, uh, the availability of medical and health um, treatments for people with spina bifida, uh, hydrocephalus. So a lot of work to be done. Um, and the more we get the word out, the better it is. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode and came away with some information that you can now take with you to create your own change. If you would like more information about Trapes and Globe Lawn Wheels, please visit trapesandglobelonwheels.com. And that's Trapesin, T-R-A-I-P-S-I-N. And for updates and other TGOW-related news, 
Follow our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook, both with handles Trapes and Global on Wheels, and then also LinkedIn and Twitter. You can find the links below in the description box or on our main channel page. We sincerely appreciate your support, and we'll catch you again next time.